Is the professional managed services market contracting? We will address this question on today's MSP Zone. You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Every so often, I get these emails from typically from MSPs, uh, but now increasingly it's a mixture of MSPs, private equity firms, venture capitalists, different investors, private investors, group investors, uh, a, a hodgepodge of different people. But the theme is the same. And first of all, they all assume that I'm an MSP, so they're already targeting the wrong person, but they're, they're sending me an, uh, uh, a a letter or an email uh, presuming that I run an MSP uh, company. And the premise of the question is, aren't you tired of being an MSP? Aren't you, aren't you sick of it all? Wouldn't you just like to sell your MSP practice and get out of this after all? And then it goes into a you know fairly typical, and this is the really curious thing because it's all looks familiar, right? It's like they copied from the same playbook or they're hearing it from the same source and they're copying one another. So that to me is very odd. But it follows a a consistent litany of uh, business, you know, political, not, you know, not political, political, but, you know, like uh, channel politics, um, growth challenges, financial, and just a a list of things that all come down to, hey, wouldn't you be better off if you were thinking about selling? And oh, by the way, maybe you should think about selling to me is how it ends, right? So it's it's a not so subtle pitch at getting me as an MSP, if I was one, um, to sell. So I thought, well, this is really curious. Why am I getting these these emails more frequently now? And why do they all mimic one another? Why do they all have these same talking points? And what does that mean? Should there should there be any type of takeaway or any type of uh, trend that we can, you know, glean from or learn from this? And yeah, I, I started thinking about it, and I thought, yeah, there there probably is. And so that's what I want to talk about on today's podcast. And one of the bullet points in, in at least the last email that I, that I saw specifically said, the MSP market is contracting. It's consolidating is their term. I use the term contracting. Is the MSP market contracting? Yes, they say. Yes, it's contracting. Yes, it's consolidating. Everybody knows it's consolidating. And you need to get ahead of that before it's too late. Uh, I'm not sure what too late means, but they say before it's too late, you better sell to me. Sell your MSP practice to me and you'll be in a good position. And so, you know, um, as I'm thinking through it, I'm thinking, okay, 
clearly there's a motive, right? Clearly they are trying to generate fear. They're trying to generate leads for their MSP acquisition strategy. Um, but I see through this pretty quickly. Um, but I don't know if the rest of you guys may see it the same way, or maybe you don't have the advantage um, that I do of, of talking to so many MSPs and having access to information that you might not have. And so you might be sitting there saying, oh my God, is, is it, maybe it is contracting. Is, is the MSP community consolidating? Um, well, we're going to talk about all that. So here's, here's my first take. Um, no, there is no consolidation of the MSP market. Emphatically, no. I've believed this. I've, I've held this position for many years. And, and by the way, I've seen a lot of M&A activity spikes over the last 21 years, a lot of them, probably at least three or four major, uh, you know, periods where there was just a, an unusual amount of high activity of merger or acquisition activity uh, of MSPs specifically, different buyers, but it's all MSPs. And this is not new and it's not going to ever go away. But does it mean that it's the market's contracting? Does it mean that the market is consolidating? No, it, it doesn't. What it means is that there's an incredible pressure to sell. And the pressure to sell is, in my opinion, being applied by the buyers. All right, think about that. There's no consolidation of the MSP market, but there is an increasing pressure for MSPs to sell and that increasing pressure is coming from people who want to buy MSPs. Okay, it's starting to make sense now. They're trying to create an environment where the MSP business owner says, uh, maybe I have enough doubt that I'm going to say, I'm going to put my MSP practice up for sale and I'm going to get out now when the going's good. Valuations are high. Uh, we are in demand. You know, but yeah, no, uh, but all those things, which are good things, um, uh, yeah, no, no, I, it's time to get out, right? Um, no, I, I don't know. I, I don't believe that inherently, which is not to say that you may have individual reasons to sell. You may have individual reasons to merge with another company of like size. Um, you may have legitimate reasons to want, out, to want to go out and acquire other companies. I, I am not making an indictment about mergers and acquisitions. What I'm trying to say is don't buy into the hype that I seem to see a lot of these days and it's increasing is that there's some phantom consolidation going on out there or there's some, you know, dark cloud, uh, you know, entering the managed services uh, ecosystem. I just don't see it that way. The, the pressure is there. I see it um, certainly. And I see there are business pressures that are uh, compliance pressures, certainly, that are attaching themselves and impacting the MSPs all over the world. But this is not new. We've always had these. Um, so that, that's my first take. Is there, any, is there any truth to this concept that there might be just massive consolidation going on out there? 
No, the, the, the deals that we are seeing are natural. The deals that we are seeing make, make sense largely as I've analyzed them in terms of motives and, and what the acquiring companies are getting out of them. Um, yeah, they, they make a lot of sense. The, the companies that are looking to buy, that is where I think we need to pay a little bit of attention. Why are they doing it? And why are they then looking at these types of tactics in order to generate M&A leads for their growth strategy? Very good questions, very interesting questions in my opinion. So here's my thought about why that's happening. Um, and I've written about this a lot, talked a lot about it a lot, you know, spoken a lot about it at MSP World conferences over the last decade or so. But the the compulsion to drive growth through predominantly acquisitive strategies, meaning that your primary growth in your, in your MSP business is to acquire other MSP businesses is not a sound practice, in my opinion. Why do I base that off of? cold, hard fact and reality. I have never seen a company that has grown through acquisition that kept it together. Now, some of you out there are freaking out and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, I've, I've grown my company through acquisition. All right, fine. I'm not saying that you can't grow through acquisition. What I'm saying is if you are growing exclusively through acquisition or if that is the predominant method of your growth, then it is going to unravel at some point. And that's my, that's my point. It, it always does. We, can, we have many examples of attempted M&A growth strategies over the years, and they typically, not typically, I've never seen one that did work. Prove me wrong. Give me one example. Give me one I would, if, if one exists and I'm wrong, then I, I want to be proven wrong so I can change my, my, my opinion, my outlook, and we can actually learn something. But I have never seen it. I, I've seen companies that tried to do you know, M&A roll-ups. I've seen companies that tried to do some sort of you know, maybe, maybe a cross between the early franchise and then they switched into some acquisitions. But, but the acquisition roll-up strategy, right, uh, as defined... In, in a way which is, it's just successive, repeatable acquisitions, not based on strategy, not based on, let's say, a geographic or service vertical expansion, not based on acquiring new technical ca- talents, not based on anything that gets, you know, into a vertical market, let's say a new, you know, a new banking or healthcare or, or you know, legal or trucking or something like that. All very practical and realistic and proven reasons to do acquisitions. But these types of just roll-up strategies of, hey, look, it's time for you to sell. Let me buy you and I'm gonna, I'll take you the rest of the way. They don't work out. They don't work out for the buyer. 
they don't work out for the seller because the seller typically is just getting a raw deal, right? Because these types of roll-up strategies do not pay premiums for these companies. They just don't. I've never seen them pay premiums for a managed services company that was whose overture into the M&A deal was the market is bad, the market is consolidating, you need to sell before it's too late. That is not a premium buyer, not at all. But they do their best to create this fiction of market consolidation and contraction in order to psych out you as a seller to say, maybe it is time to get out. Now, here's where I do think market contraction is taking place. It's not at the MSP level, but I think it is. In fact, I'm almost positive it is at the break-fix level. How do I know this? Okay. So we have come off of, you know, almost a year to the day. I think it was uh, maybe sometime last week when, and I know this because we were getting ready for MSP World down in New Orleans, um, that we had to cancel uh, right at the very last minute because, you know, we just had the whole world through this pandemic crashing down around us. It's been almost, it's been a year now that we started this this thing called the global pandemic. And we know now that the companies that did the best and did the worst can very easily be defined as, at least in the, in the IT services sector, as those who had strong recurring revenue as a mixture of their revenue total and those that did not. And you, you can very closely align to the companies that survived comfortably or even grew and those companies that had real belt tightening, real contraction, real, you know, like rapid changes to their business model um, because of, of where they were situated almost a year ago today. And so for the companies that did not actually go under during that last 12-month period, the ones that are still around, who are vulnerable because they were largely and still are largely reliant on break-fix revenue, yeah, they are contracting. That world is rapidly collapsing. I don't see new companies starting up as break-fix. Do you? I don't see it. And I see a lot of companies every day applying for membership. I don't see any of them saying, hey, we're a new break-fix company. Nobody does that. Why? It's a dying business model. Those companies that are still clinging on and are still alive and active and viable as a business, those are the companies that are seeing real challenges. And if they haven't been kept alive by their managed services efforts, um, you know, they're, they're probably really looking at those types of emails saying, yeah, well, it probably is time for me to sell. It's time for me to get out. Um, but it's not because they're an MSP. It's not because they're an MSP, no. Um, and this becomes a little tricky because there's a lot of hybrids out there, and I recognize that. There's a lot of companies that are both MSP and they're both something else. Maybe they do project work. Maybe they have a little bit of time and materials. But honestly, most of the MSPs I talk to of late are fairly mature, 
whether they're big, medium, or small, they tend to be companies that have long ago seen the virtue, the benefit of becoming more and more reliant on that recurring revenue because that is what makes the money. It's what's profitable. It's what the, cl- the, what the customers want. It's what the customers are buying. Um, that market is not contracting. That market is expanding. Why would you sell your company in an expanding market? Now, there's a number of reasons why you might, but it's not because the market is contracting. Now, if you want to sell because you want to ride when the tide is up and you don't want to miss the peak, all right, maybe I'll buy that. If you're getting old, you want to retire, buy that. If you're burnt out, you um, maybe you want to fuel the growth and you want to have a merger that would allow you to, to have even greater growth potential than you have had to date. All good things, all valid reasons why you might might want to buy, or sorry, might want to sell. But sell to a qualified buyer. Sell to someone who doesn't have a bleak outlook of the managed services market. Sell to someone who has a positive outlook. And chances are, if you find that, that entity, that person, you will find a qualified buyer who will pay a premium because they see what the upside is. And they typically are people who, people who pay premiums seek out value, right? They seek out value because they want things that have worth. They don't look for fixer-uppers, in my experience. Those are my thoughts. You may have some different thoughts. You may have, you may be a buyer out there. You might be a seller. Um, I'd be curious to hear what you guys have to think. If you've seen these types of emails, you've gotten them, and you know maybe you maybe you've paid attention to them, and you think that there's some merit to them. Maybe maybe you don't. Uh, either way, shoot me an email, uh, mspzone at mspalliance.com. Um, let me know your thoughts and comments. Uh, if you'd like to come onto the program and um, share your opinions with the rest of the world, love to have you on. Shoot us an email, and uh, anyway. I still feel very bullish about the MSP market. Nothing has changed. And, you know, aside from M&A activity continuing to be a vital part of of our community, um, yeah, I just wouldn't buy into this market collapsing, contracting, consolidating. Yeah, it's, it's not doing that. We're growing. Until next time, this is Charles Weaver with the MSP Zone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.